Welcome to Healthline by Prudence Davis. I believe that a meaningful life is strongly influenced by our mental and physical well-being. My purpose is to inspire and help others to understand the importance of health in their everyday life. Whether it's related to mental pain, stress or physical challenges, it's especially the long-term changes that I find interesting. We'll be looking into how healthy habits and cognitive processes can be implemented in daily routines so you can be thriving and high on your own supply with help from the best experts around the world. Stay healthy, stay tuned. Welcome to Helpline and welcome to my very favorite guest, Louise List. She's a psychotherapist, author of Derfor Flipper Ud, and also a couples counselor. She's um, a very inspiring woman, woman that I've been looking up to for quite a while now, and I'm really, really excited to have her here in the studio. She has so much knowledge uh, on life, but also on emotions, and we're going to dive deeper into that today. So welcome, Louise Letts. Thank you so much. And thank you for the beautiful introduction. That was really <laughs> nice. Thank You're you. You're so welcome. <laughs> You're Copenhagen-based like me. Mm. Uh, so we're going to take it step by step. But we're going to start with your purpose. Louise, what is your purpose here in life? On earth? A big question, I know. <laughs> it is a big question, yeah. Um, I think um, our purpose is something that is evolving with us which means that I think that uh, it's not the same. It's not a static thing. I think that uh, that it can change when we change. Um, but I would say as to right now, uh, in this period of my life where I am now, I am extremely conscious of um, trying to, 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 to give um, my clients and my surroundings uh, the tools that I've taught myself um, around self-acceptance, how important that is, and how we can start to love ourselves in a big way. That makes totally sense. And also, um, yeah, really the thought-provoking in a way, because it takes us into yeah how we speak to ourselves, but also just in general, mm. our relationship with ourselves. That's uh, for life. But uh, it takes me on to the next question about emotional and mental health. Why is it important to um, to take care of it? And what is it? Hmm, yeah, well, why is it important? Well, of course, the obvious answer would be because we feel better when we take care of our mental and emotional health. But on a deeper level, I would say that... <laughs> If we don't take care of our mental and emotional health, then we are driven by our subconscious mind. And in the subconscious mind, there is a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say bad things, but there, there there is a lot of trauma and there can be, um, you, could, you could actually say that uh, in the subconscious is all the, the painful memories And if they are in control of your life instead of you being in control, then that will direct your life path. It makes sense. But what is 
And that's also a big question. I know uh, the subconscious mind. I know when we are dreaming, yes. there is something flickering. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. You 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 get a uh, you you get actually a, a door opening into the subconscious mind through our dreams, for instance. But uh, the subconscious mind, in a in, said in a, in a very simplistic way, is uh, is all the things that are. Um, That are that has been auto, automatically um, stored in our subconscious mind. So it's 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 a system that is that we develop. You could say that it was actually a program uh, that we develop from from when we're zero until we're around maybe seven, eight, nine years old. That's when we have our programming. So that creates what's in our automa automatically system, um, and yeah, that becomes sort of the way we act in the world and how we think and how we feel. That is created there, and, and when we're that small, we are pretty much in our hands of our parents, which means that it's not necessarily who we are. It's more who our parents wanted us to be or how they were in the world. So you can say that when you grow up, you have to be become aware of what is your programming, uh, what's in your subconscious mind, and uh, start start figuring out what do you want to do about that. Do you want to change it, or are you happy with the programming that you have gotten? But I think it's it's like it's the most important thing when you work with therapy is to be aware of what's underneath what's the subconscious mind that is what is driving us to do uh, what we do and how we think and how we feel yeah and it's is often you know when we hit a wall or we also talked a little bit about stress you know that we dive into that because there's something not functioning what what happens you know if we don't take care of our emotional health in the daily lives uh, we live some some of us busier than other you know then it it gets out but how's also two questions in one kind of how is it expressed when the system is not aligned out of balance yes uh, um until we become aware of our programming subconscious programming um we are pretty much uh, controlled by it And that means that we, uh, it doesn't really matter what, what you've been taught in, in your childhood, but that will be the voice you have in your head. <clears throat> And that means that um, if, you were, if you were told or taught to, to, to be a good girl who, who did everything right and uh, was perfect in school and always was nice to other people and didn't stand up for yourself or wasn't allowed to stand out, for instance, then that will be the pro that you the, the voice in your head and that means that uh, for the rest of your life you will you you will be driven by that voice subconsciously uh, and that leads to stress because that's not that's not a very good solution for 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 the normal life throughout the years so yeah we need an upgrade in exactly. a way yeah, yeah. You can say exactly that. yes yeah. and also yeah. we need to be aware of what uh What do we need? What do we want to give to the world? Who do we want to be? What do we 
need and feel that that is right for us to express. And as long as we have this programming, we have no idea. No, and and that also takes me to uh, self-care, self-love, because that's also a big part of, you know, our your consciousness talking nicely to ourselves when we make mistakes. And um, how can we take better care of ourselves emotionally? Yes, I think I think one of the most important things we can do for ourselves is to um, have a have a, an alternative voice to this programming. Be aware of the programming, and when you want to change it, you have to to have this um, loving, um, mothering voice that is a an a, a alternative to uh, to the programming that we've got, and then they can have this conversation where they sort of talk together about uh, what's important and what's not important. And, you know, wh- what is a good life for you? Yeah. So so, so definitely what you just said about having acceptance for your mistakes and that that is extremely important. And, um, yeah, all in all, if you... <coughs> sorry. I know, it's okay. Cough it up. <laughs> Ja, ja, det, det klipper vi ud. <laughs> ja, det er ja. godt. Jeg tager lige noget vand. Selv noget vand. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so what's really important is that when you... Um, mm, a, good, a good tip, I would say, is to start asking yourself, if you had a child, how would you talk to this child? How would you treat this child? And why not do the same for yourself? I mean, why don't you deserve exactly that kind of treatment so that's that's the best advice i can give if you want to start reprogramming your co- subconscious yeah. mind yeah. yeah and how when we are i guess when we are in a stressed period and stuff then i feel like sometimes the emotional uh, you know um, yeah focus can be a bit uh, yeah well that off in a way because Um, then we are just, as you say, driven by our subconscious mind and stuff. But is there uh, something we can do when we are stressed to regulate ourselves and our emotions mm-hmm. in a way, of course, speaking nicely to ourselves, and and that also takes some time in a way. But also, when we are around other people, a example could be that you know you just had a nice morning, you meditated, you trained and breath, and then you go down to the coffee shop, and then the lady in the coffee shop is not very nice, mm-hmm. and you know you get that energy back again, you know, because it's. As you say, we are also we're just humans, and uh, we're trying to do our best. But you know, is there something we can do to kind of regulate ourselves in in those moments in a way? Yes, not taking it personally. Exactly, yeah. I think that <clears throat> the most important thing on a on on a bigger scale is to recognize that 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 you are in control of nothing other than how you want to be in the world. So your 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 main responsibility is to figure out who you want to be and how you want to react to a lady in the coffee shop talking badly to you or something. So um, to, to really understand that we do not have to be slaves of our emotions or our history, that we can decide who and how we want to be in the world. So that's on a big scale, but on a more 
basic daily scale, I, I would say that um, regulating our emotions is all about uh, slowing down. So whenever we become unregulated in our emotions, it's always because we, we are too reactive. And that means that we are doing things in a fast way. We are trying to protect ourselves. So that's the main reason that we can't regulate is because we are trying to protect. So we have to slow down and have um, uh, a slow uh, pace in our life and not react uh, immediately to something that felt bad. So, you know, this classic cliche as to, you know, uh, take deep breaths and uh, count to five or something is actually not really a bad advice. It's really good advice. So uh, being aware that we could just say, well, what you just said was difficult for me to process. So I'll just take a walk and I will be back and we can talk about it. I mean, that's that's a really, really good way to respond because that that, that gives us time to become aware of how we want to react and what is our own um, responsibility in this situation. So that's a pretty important thing to, to slow down uh, instead of just reacting. So that's one. And another one is to, to create... Um, uh, a good uh, friendly relationship with yourself which means that you need to be your own best friend you have to know what you are what are your boundaries uh, what are your needs your basic needs in life and um, and and try to be respectful and mindful of that every day as you would with your best friend so speaking to yourself as your best friend and uh uh, having respect for what you want in life so that you create um, a safe environment within yourself is extremely important to be able to regulate your emotions. So if you can imagine, like, if you were always together with your best friend who always had your back, then you would be pretty safe in life, I would say. Yes, very safe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice way to take it. Mm -hmm. Also, um, just... I also hear responsibility in what you're saying. Yes. Taking responsibility of your mm. own reactions, your own health, uh, but also separating yourself from your emotions in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That that, yeah. that you have the uh, you have the power to react in the way that you would like to react, even though it doesn't always feel like you you have that power. <laughs> uh, but but being aware that you actually do, if yeah. you just take. The, the the pace down yeah I think that that's pretty important um, yes and um, when we talk about responsibility and women it is sort of a difficult word to use because you know that kind of gives the impression that we are to blame for everything that goes wrong so I think responsibility is such a boring word actually because it it gives you this instant feeling of oh so everything is my fault I guess I understand yeah. um, so it's not responsibility in a negative way it's actually taking some sort of positive control that you are in, you have the power to change this so that's so nice no but it's so true and I, it also takes me on to Boundaries again, because as you say, um, often the, there is, and also a, maybe a thing with women that we want to 
uh, say yes and we want to help other people and you know and then sometimes not saying yes to yourself is yeah also on the list on you know not prioritizing yourself how can we uh, set healthy and loving boundaries for ourselves even though it's something nice happens it's a nice opportunity you know but you can just see you know i don't have the time mm. uh, i'm i'm neglecting my own health is there a way we can say no to other people and then yes to ourselves in a way that is just the, the the best question because i think this is really a core theme for a lot of women Uh, personally, I know this <laughs> by <laughs> <Yes>. heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And um, <clears throat> I think for me, the, the, the most um, critical point is to understand that, 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 that there is a big, big, big difference between uh, what you need and what you want. It's not the same thing. It's two different worlds. So what you want is... Often come often comes from this uh, subconscious mind programming this this big ego that's never never satisfied with anything um, and who just wants what it wants and it wants it right now. So you know it's not always a good idea. It can be fun sometimes, but it's not always not always a good idea to just do whatever you want. Uh, it's much more healthy and meaningful if you start looking at so what's my core needs and how can I how can I start to really respect them and um, and work uh, in my own advantage uh, for my needs, which can seem a little boring sometimes, but when you do it, you find out that there's so much that it 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 gives you control, it gives you power, it gives you also. Um, true happiness and satisfaction, but in a totally different way than when you just <laughs> do whatever you want on a, you know, on a daily basis. Yeah. So, so, so understanding the difference between the two, and starting to work so much more from, from, um, yeah, from your, your deep-seated needs and your, your purpose. That's more important than than just getting everything you want in life. That makes sense. And it takes me also to like, where do you begin with that? Talking about self-talks again, and then also the motherly figure in a way nourishing mm. yourself as mm. well. Is it's, is that where we begin? Yes. If, if, if you were a really good mother to yourself, um, what would this mother be able to see that the child had? as needs what are the child's needs so what are your needs um so if you're a good mo good mother you don't always give the child candy and uh, let the child be up until three o'clock in the morning <laughs> uh, i mean that's not necessarily what the child needs the, the child needs some routines and uh some some uh, uh, nice good conversations with the mother and uh you know So, so, so being aware of that you are your own good mother, that's really important if you want to start this process of understanding what you need versus what you want all the time. It makes sense, and yeah. also working for something greater, you know, exactly bigger. Uh, love is also something that comes in mind when we talk about this: uh, loving yourself. Um, 
how can we love ourselves more so we can love other people in a genuine way? Mm. Uh, is there also with the boundaries maybe yeah, something we can look into? Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, I think I think sometimes uh, I, I talk about self-love a lot with clients and the 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 the, the most popular thing that they respond to that for people is like yeah I, i i know this and i don't know how to do it it doesn't i i just can't love myself i don't know why um so i think for a lot of people this this is kind of a mystery what does it really mean to love yourself uh, and i think we have to take out this uh, this understanding of loving yourself uh, <clears throat> as something really difficult and just seeing it for what it is like if you are able and capable of loving other people even though they are flawed even though they are not perfect all the time um then it's the same thing then you are capable of loving yourself because a lot of people always say well i know i will be able to love myself if i get this really big job or i, I will be able to love myself if i lose five kilos or you know This is the, <laughs> the, the classical thing. one yeah, yeah, for exactly. everyone. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's crazy. When will it stop? It, it, it never stops <laughs> no. because we'll just keep putting it off and, and the you know the bar the, 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 the limits bar. gets yeah. the yeah. bar gets higher yeah. all yeah, the time. Does. Yeah. So and, yeah. so so it's just really a matter of trying to understand that that uh, if you are capable of loving other people uh, uh, who's not completely perfect all the time then you are capable of doing the same for yourself. You just have to understand that that is what you have to do. You have to love yourself even though you are not where you want to be or where you could be if you were in a parallel universe with, <laughs> you know, everything going yeah. for you. Yeah, I understand because being perfect is something also that <laughs> I meet a lot also in my daily life. Like, oh, if I just, you know, and it's also kind of a feeling of that everything has to be perfect the work the you know why is there such a big pressure on being perfect because it's it doesn't as you say equals happiness or just being able to enjoy the moment mm. why why do we want to be perfect well actually <laughs> if i should share a secret with you uh, mm -hmm. this uh, perfectionism ideal is actually part of Uh, this narcissistic personality trait and we live in a narcissistic uh, community uh, our culture is narcissistic so we are actually brought up to be sort of narcissistic and uh, so we're actually under the impression that we are capable of becoming perfect which is simply just not true <laughs> we're not we are flawed and we are not meant to be perfect or we're just meant to do the best that we can and somehow we have this grandiose fantasy that we could be perfect and then when we were perfect everybody would love us and we would be able to love ourselves and it just creates pain and pain and more and more pain so actually why do we Why, why why do we want to be narcissist uh, to 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 to, to no, be perfect no. yeah i understand that's you know it's, it's not no yeah i feel the same way too yeah. I, i i think that as there was also a word coming up acceptance mm -hmm. acceptance who we are and yeah. that means you know also i think even on our baddest days that we are able to say 
you know, I'm good enough. I'm, you know, even, you know, that's the hardest place to love yourself in a way when you are Definitely. not achieving, when you're not able to give, when you're, you know, yeah. haven't worked out or, you know, there yeah. are so many layers on that one as well. For sure. Um, is there something you have given us so much, Louise? And um, <laughs> yeah, I could talk to you for uh, half an hour more, what, 10 hours more, <laughs> but is there something um, that you want to share uh, in regards to taking care of yourself yes um of course this uh, this uh, this concept of inner inner mothering is very important uh, so being aware of the fact that we have to be good parents towards ourselves and um uh, i think that's really important um you have to have a a, a good nice loving voice in your head Uh, that can have a a, a a a good discussion, a healthy discussion with all the other voices in your head that's telling you that you're not good enough and that you you should do better and all this. So that's one thing. But I would also say, um, for me, what I've realized is also that how you start something is extremely important as to how it how it turns out in the end. Which means that it it is important to be aware of when you. How do you get up in the morning? How do you speak to yourself? How do you think about the world? And um, I have this uh, this ritual with uh, my husband where we we we're not allowed to to take out our phones in in the morning, which we used to do. And instead, we have to give a, uh, each other a big hug without speaking to each other um, uh, for 10 minutes before we are able to do something. And you know. Obviously, not everybody has a husband or you may not be in that situation where it's possible. Maybe you have kids uh, running around. So, But but just think about it in this way, that you need some sort of emotional or mental hug in the morning to start out from a good place. And that gives you a better day, for sure. I'm always, I was promising myself I'm not going to tear up today, but I'm like, <laughs> literally, uh, no, but it's so beautiful and uh, it's so right. You know, that's yeah. it that's the way to start yeah. every day with love yeah, exactly. to yourself and your partner and exactly. I that's so beautiful <laughs> I Louise <laughs> thank you thank you thank you so much for coming and sharing I feel like we have so many great things uh, in, in this short time to take in and implement in people's life I hope someone out there got inspired I definitely got expi- inspired but also really uh, excited from this conversation so thank, thank you, you so, so much for that thank you Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you so much for coming. I know a big thing for me is getting high on your own supply with food, moving, breathing, and prioritizing your sleep and reducing your stress level. But I love to use um, external tools sometimes. And a tool that's been working really great for me in my everyday life is using CBD oil cannabita. I use two or three drops before bedtime. It helps me uh, get into sleep mode better. And then it's also creating a nice calm state in my nervous system. I like to uh, implement it in my daily life just to get support and uh, more resilient to the stress that we're all facing in the everyday life. So I am really grateful to uh, also be sponsored by Canavita in this health podcast that I'm creating. So 
Yeah, thanks a lot to Canavita for making this possible. And uh, Canavita is able at um, their website, you can purchase the CBD there. There are different uh, strengths. I like to use the 20% um, CBD oil because it has a really nice high quality. Uh, it's also organically produced and it's uh, the production is in Switzerland, but it's uh, moving here to Denmark slowly. So there is a high, high quality in their uh, products. And I've tried many, many CBD products, uh, not in a high quality and not with the biggest effect, but uh, Canavita, I can definitely recommend. Also, if you're feeling stressed, if you have anxiety, if something else, of course, you should go to your doctor, but um, definitely it's it's worth trying out. So um, thank you to Canavita for this one.